This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hello and welcome to the <coughs> Nikuda podcast, Parsis Mishputim, also happens to be uh, Shabbos Shkulim, and also the Shabbos Vorchem of Chodesh Adar, should say Marvin Besimcha. At any rate, um, and this is also the last week of, uh, of the sequence of Shoivivim, uh, if you've been keeping up with that. Uh, so a lot happening this week. Um, it's also the week following uh, Parshas Yisrael, which also bears looking into and how it continues from that. This uh, Parsha is particularly um, distinctive for probably, I don't know technically if it's you know, absolutely true, but it's, it has probably one of the largest collections of miscellaneous dinim, of, uh, various uh, laws on various subjects. Um, what you know, we have to understand is, of course, this is an appropriate um, uh, continuation to Parshas Yisro for at least two ways, actually three ways that I can think of. Uh, number one, that after all, what is the Aser Sedibus after all? I mean, we talk a lot about the um, the revelation of Hashem's, uh, the Shrina of Hashem's presence and uh, how, you know, how great the experience itself was. Um, it can be talked about from that angle. Um, but ultimately, what it was, was a collection of laws that we call the Aser Sedibris, which cover both Adam Lamukam and Adam L'chaveiroi. Um <clears throat> So therefore, it's appropriate that this uh, part should be a continuation of the idea of dinam. So we get a, a pretty good uh, uh, taste of, of uh, you know, a collection of uh, miscellaneous dinam on many different subjects. Uh, so it continues that theme. Second of all, there is the idea that we have from Yisro himself, the, the encounter between Moshe Vena and Yisro, where Yisro is basically uh, establishing a court system where Moshe Vena is able to... Um, delegate authority and create a system by which uh, the legal uh, aspects of the running of the of the nation will be able to be taken care of in a more manageable way uh, so that's the essential idea of when you're dealing with uh, at least laws civil law that that uh, governs the dealings between individuals that you have to have a functional court system that's capable of handling these things also in terms of uh, you know meeting out punishment when it's necessary uh, so you have to you know it's it's not just setting up the laws but it's enforcing laws and uh, and and finding a, a workable and, and manageable way to uh, to administrate that whole that whole system so that was already discussed in Israel and now we find out what are the laws that we are you know specifically what are those laws and, and how do we, you know, what's the content there? Uh, then there's also an additional aspect in this parsha is um, where uh, it talks about this uh, revelation of the leaders uh, in terms of, you know, seeing Hashem's presence and the whole connection between Hashem and the laws themselves and the giving of the laws so that we see very clearly that Hashem is, is totally at the... Uh, 
at the, as the source of this, which means it's a, as opposed to a legal system which is uh, legislated by representatives and by human beings, this is a legal system which has been given to us by Hashem himself. Uh, of course, you know, <clears throat> there's many uh, extensions and... and uh, uh, I don't like to say additions, but uh, clarifications made by the Rabbanim over those over the centuries and the adaptations. But the core of it is obviously from Hashem Himself. So that's uh, also very in, in distinction to uh, most other legal systems set up by by countries and nations. Anyway, um, so and the fact is that this you know the, the, the legal system established by the Torah has been imitated and and uh, adapted by many other nations of the world over the course of time as well. So um, what I wanted to get across here a little bit, uh, just to explore these ideas, is the fact that uh, Hashem is, besides the fact that Hashem is behind it, we see the tremendous span of laws over the course of our lives, and the parsha is a way of of uh, getting an overview, so to speak. Although you know, each letter of the Torah is expanded so much that covers so much, and each of these dinim is in itself a whole kind of a world in itself, and the way it's been expanded through the the uh, Mishnah, and the Gemara, and the Halacha, and everything else. Uh, but it's important to see, you know, how how much is included within the aspect of mishpat of, of these dinim, because it's not just bein adam It's not just you know when people have a conflict and it has to be resolved uh, legally, or if uh, somebody does something wrong and they have to be punished, you know, so that it is a, and have a, a deterrent system in place and all that. Um, it's not just that. It's also you know, ritual law. It's uh, you're talking here about about holidays, Shabbos, Yom Tovim. You know, all kinds of things that that are are. You know, eventually we're going to be talking about uh, about you know, Kabbalas. You know, the sacrifices in the Beis Hamikdash and how that's all set up. And the fact is that it's all legal in the sense that all of this is set up in a way that's not just optional. They're not just uh, good advice. It's not just suggestions. This is actual laws that are expected to be adhered to. There's an, a, an obligation and a responsibility to uphold the system and not to uh, corrupt it and, you know, for the sake of money or power or something like that and not to uh, take it lightly and think of it as being something that uh, we can fool around with. But everything is to be taken equally seriously, no matter whether it's on a spiritual level or it's on a civil level or, you know, a lot of people make this mistake that, you know, they have a preference for one or the other, basically. They could be very spiritually minded and take uh, the you know uh, laws regarding relationships with other people lightly, or the opposite. They could be you know majorly you know they, they understand the need for laws between people, but they don't understand why we should be obligated to do things for Hashem. And what we don't realize is, is that that the whole idea of mishputim number one is that we realize that there's really nothing optional in life. I mean, everything in life is, because, you know, if once one understands and accepts the appreciation of life as being something which is 
all which, which there's nothing taken for granted and there's nothing that's just haphazard that happens just uh, uh I'll be micro something that just you know uh, just just happens randomly as is a popular phrase today it's really all I don't like want to say determined because that might um, that uh, implies that there's not free choice or something but it's something in which we are going to have consequences for everything that we do. There's nothing that's just kind of swept under the table and ignored. It's it's all that's just the way it is. It is all once you do something, it goes someplace. It does something. It affects something. It uh, it, it affects yourself. It affects someone else. It affects the, the 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 universe as a whole. And it's something that Hashem notices and He takes takes note of. And the, that's going to come back to you, either you know for good or for evil. So uh, for, for you know not good. And there are consequences. So on the one hand, uh, you know the idea of, of rewards and punishments that that, that that everything counts. So there's. Uh, you know, whether we like it or not. So, obviously, it's it's very reassuring in the sense that we are not being ignored. We're not in, in uh, uh, in conspicuous, uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, superfluous or, or uh, you know, blips on the continuum or, or irrelevant or however you want to think of it. We're not being ignored. And uh, on the contrary, we're being very much noticed. Uh, and that means that, you know, if we do something good, it will be recognized and it will be, uh, it will affect things. And on the other hand, if we you know, choose not to do the right thing or simply aren't careful enough, then that will also be recognized and that will also be, we'll do something about it. The other aspect um, that I want to uh, really emphasize is something that, you know, is, is a correlation of this, what we're talking about, about the, the idea of setting up Bate Dinam, which is even a, a law by the, of one of the seven mitzvahs of Neinoyach, how important it is for on a universal scale that we have to have a legal system. Because this is the correlation to the concept of free choice. It's just as Hashem wants us, doesn't want to force us to do anything, wants us to choose to do the things that we, you know, that are going to, are going to uh, affect our lives. He also wants us to be the ones to take responsibility for the enforcing and the administering of this legal system. You know, there is a concept of, uh, uh, let's say, Misa Bideshemayim. There's an idea that there are certain things that for various reasons the legal system is not expected to enforce, uh, you know, to carry out some kind of... uh, uh, um, uh, punishment or whatever, and Hashem Himself will do it. It was if something for some reason, a good reason that we can't do it ourselves. Hashem will ultimately take care of it because, again, nothing will be ignored and everything will be ultimately uh, compensated for in one way or another. But as much as possible, He wants us to do it ourselves. So just as we've said with everything else in life, that Hashem wants us to be His partners. He wants us to be involved. He wants us to be to take responsibility. He wants us to use out our free choice, the very, uh, that really demands uh, at the same time that we have a system for taking responsibility for this. So we can't just say, well, you know, I'm going to do what I what is right for me. Uh, I'm going to be responsible for myself, but I don't have to worry about what anybody else is doing. And that's not true. In a Jewish society, we have to have a system of bati dinim that will actually carry out things and not, 
you know, for the benefit of the society and not just say, well, somebody else will take care of it or I'm not responsible for what somebody else does, uh, therefore I don't have to worry about it. You know, it's something that we do have to get involved with and uh, be directly in, involved with what, what other people are doing as well. Uh, now that has, is, is very much a function of what kind of society we live in. In other words, if we are in a society where we have very little input and, uh, you know, in, in, in Gullis or whatever, where uh, the uh, we're not under our own jurisdiction, so it makes it much more difficult to take responsibility for, responsibility for that. But in virtually every society, we have had our own based in our own our own legal system uh, within the, the general legal system, which has taken responsibility for you know to de- again to various degrees, depending on the period, has taken um, responsibility for uh, for responding to and and uh, and legislating or or whatever enforcing um, things that that are going on in our society so we can't just live in uh, you know as hermits or you know live in a cave and isolate ourselves from everyone else in the community it's Yiddishkeit is a community oriented uh, enterprise and that's not only because we do a lot of things together, you know, we dive in together and we, you know, we distribute tzedakah and we do all kinds of things that involve the community as a whole. But again, it's, it's, it goes back to this really, really basic thing that Hashem wants us to be involved, that on, on a moral and, you know, uh, on, a, on, a, uh, on the level of... of taking responsibility for these choices. So in order for a legal system, a system of obligations to be taken seriously, there has to be some aspect of enforcement where, where there are people that are taking um, responsibility for uh, for other people's actions, basically. Uh, now, this does not mean it has to be oppressive. <clears throat> it, doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be overbearing. Uh, there's a lot of things, uh, injunctions in place that, you know, the, uh, uh, the if a person does have some kind of power in terms of uh, uh, legislating uh, laws and, and uh, enforcing those laws, that it has to be done in a very... Uh, uh, I say it's inconspicuous way as much as possible. I mean, the over legislating and over, uh, you know, making too many denim is, is definitely discouraged. It's not it's not good for people to be always on everybody else's backs. And another very very important aspect of that is that the leaders and the people who have the power, so to speak, should not be using it, uh, uh, you know, uh, over. It's not overusing that power because they don't trust the people. Uh, this is something you see very often that uh, sometimes the leaders are so suspicious that the uh, people they're dealing with are on such a low level that they have to be um, they have to be uh, controlled with with so many injunctions that that it becomes you know impossible for the, this this whole thing about you know the that that any injunction that a court would Jewish court makes you know as as like a prevention for something happening you know they want to avoid some 
consequence. So they put something in place, some kind of extra restrictions or whatever, um, that if it's something that the the, the uh, community itself can't handle, then it has to be repealed. You can't you can't try to get people to do something which is so difficult for them. And it's it's a kind of a, a diplomacy thing also. You know how you come across to people that you're not just people get the feeling that you're just trying to control them. And it's, and it's even more of a problem. For example, you know with society today being so much into you know uh, don't tell me what to do that kind of thing. But that's always been the case. Uh, I think that really, but I think the basin themselves has to be. Um, has to be aware that the majority of the reason why they're there is simply to make sure that um, people's interests are being protected, um, that the people themselves are being protected from the actions of maybe other people that will be oppressive and will restrict their um, their freedom to do things because of a hefker situation where things are not uh, things are not in control and people you know there's an idea of, of uh, lace din lace die and that people just think that you know it's hefker velt that people can do what they want and, and they're going to get away with it and there are no there are no uh, um, there are no uh, consequences. There's also the idea of being able to uh, um, to to organize the community for various functions, and certainly for tzedakah and things like that. There's an idea of, of being able to make sure that that uh, the welfare things that are in place should be properly um, administered and and uh, not not corrupted by people unscrupulous people taking advantage of the situation. So. Basically, we all I think we all know why these things are in place, but we have to um, be very much uh, in in understanding the importance of them and doing them in the proper way. Um, there's another aspect also that um, that this whole thing brings to mind is that on a personal level, on the individual level, we have to be aware of our own. Um, we have to, in essence, judge ourselves. Um, and we have to realize that there are times when we let ourselves get off, uh, you know, get away with doing things which are um, due to rationalization or laziness or various reasons why we don't apply ourselves and don't do the things we're supposed to do. I mean, that's that's what we have a Yitzhahara. The Yitzhahara is basically constantly attacking us and, you know, t- testing us and, um, and, and uh, seeing what it can get away with. And the way that we um, that we control that is by having a strong sense of morality, a strong sense of what we're supposed to be doing, and to not let the Yetzirah get away with it. And since the Yetzirah is, is, is since the other side of us, ourselves, that means that we have to have a, a, something in place that's strong enough uh, and, and clear enough and determined enough that it can control our that we can control our own behavior. So in a sense we are when we talk about Mishputim, we talk, it's it, there first of all we have to know what the l- rules are. Then we have to realize that we are our own judges. So just as we want to would want to have a strong um, uh, responsible uh, reliable, uh, educated uh, system uh, on the community level of making sure that you know people uh, that that uh, responsibility is taken for you know, that, that that the behavior of the community should be in an orderly and just fashion. So, in the same sense, 
we as individuals, every single individual has to have his own system in place to make sure that he is his own uh, that behavior is uh, responsible and and just and uh, and and informed, uh, you know, and educated. So that's the whole idea of learning halacha and applying halacha, having authority figures to whom to turn when you have a question about the application of that halacha, and to realize that you have to be true to yourself in terms of when you see that something is right or wrong, that you don't just give in to yourself and do what you feel like doing, as opposed to which is you know, of course, the Sahara, as opposed to doing what is demanded, you know, by the uh, the the system uh, that we, you know, of the Torah, which we've, you know, accepted upon ourselves um, to determine. So the very same rules that we apply to the community as a whole in terms of, of uh, having a strong and, and uh, efficient and um, uh, responsible legal system is the legal system we have to put in place that is determining our own behavior. So again, just as the community system should not be overwhelming and um, uh, you know extremely, um, uh, I don't know what to say, uh, just just too oppressive. Uh, we should never have a feeling that the Torah is, is oppressive. On the other hand, we have to realize the Torah is there to make rules, and those rules are made to be to be listened to and to be uh, applied on a consistent basis, and that there are uh, consequences when the, when the rules are not followed. So that's obviously the level that it, we have to be on the minimum to live our own ways, in, in our own lives in the way that the, uh, that the Torah is expecting of us.